0: All right, yeah, so uh, last night it was like, I don't know, maybe two or three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And uh, I wake up because I hear the front door opening. What? Yeah.
1: In rural Indiana?
0: And I'm like, what is going on? And I look up and I can see like down the hall that mom is like not in her bed. And I'm like, okay, that's odd. And there's like lights on. And so finally I'm like yelling. I'm like, hey, what is going on? And she's like, well, the air conditioning is making a weird noise. And like in my room, it sounds fine. And I'm right next to the air conditioning. Okay. And I was kind of just like in bed, just like, um, I don't know what you're talking about. So I'm going back to bed. And uh, this morning I, I woke up. And, like, the fan was running without, like, the heat or the cooling going on. Like, it was just cycling the air. And it does make a huge noise, like, in her room. Like, a a weird rattling noise.
1: Okay. I mean, I don't think that's an AC issue. It could just be, like, a duct issue.
0: Well, that's what I was thinking, too. But, so, today I, I like, I ran across the street. Because the guy that lives across the street from us, he, like, does heating and air. Okay. I was just like, hey, can you come check out? this weird noise. And he's like, yeah, sure. He comes over and he like opens up the furnace and he's like, all right, turn the air on. And sure enough, like it's just like the main, like blower makes a bunch of noise.
1: But you said you didn't hear anything from your end and you're closer to the AC than she is.
0: Yeah. It's really weird. But like, if you like go in the closet that the furnace is in, you can hear it. Huh. So he says, uh, we should be able to just spray like air with an air compressor, get like all the junk out and that should fix it
1: all the junk out
0: yeah and like dust and hair and stuff like that
1: okay
0: because like it's really kind of dumb because the fan is like upstream of the filters okay so like it pulls air through the fan and then through the filters you know what i mean so like you're not filtering the air that goes into the fan oh
1: okay that's weird i thought it would have to go through the filter first and then into the ac and then if you just have the fan on, it just doesn't go through like the cooling coils or whatever it is. In no way am I a uh certified uh AC uh
0: repairman or anything. Oh yeah, no, I was like googling for like an hour how to take apart <laughs> air conditioners and then finally I was like, you know what, fuck it, let me just run across the street and ask Rob. Wish we all had a neighbor like that. Yeah, I'm pretty he's he's actually a really cool neighbor. I'm pretty lucky. He see me, like, out struggling in the yard, like, trying to do yard work and just, like, brought over tools, like, here, use this.
1: That sounds like a father figure, right? Did he teach you how to, like, screw things and hit things with a hammer? Did he have No. You, did he have you hold a light up to the car while he was fixing the engine?
0: Uh, he did actually have me hold a flashlight today, so.
1: Did he let you see you rolling it wrong? No. <laughs> Fun here. Here, Jacob. Not there, here.
0: No, it wasn't that bad.
1: I'm getting flashbacks to when I was a kid. <sighs>
0: I should turn my light on. So anyway, still haven't gotten my webcam.
1: But you ordered it from eBay.
0: Yeah, and I paid $16 for shipping. It should have showed up here like the next day, right?
1: No, it should have been in like a month and a half or something. Depends. Well, where did you order it from? Like New York. Oh, um, no, it's been a week. I think it should have gotten here by now.
0: Yeah, um, I got a email maybe two days ago that they had just started shipping it. Hmm. So I've got a tracking number. I also ordered new glasses like two weeks ago. They haven't gotten here.
1: I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly how rural of an area you live in.
0: It's not rural. There's, we get, we got two boxes from Chewy yesterday. It's not, it's not like
1: you live out on a farm somewhere in Indiana.
0: I live like a mile away from the expressway.
1: Uh sure. Keep telling
0: yourself that, Jacob. So anyway, this is Scattershot Thoughts. I'm Jacob. That's Geo. This is our introduction.
1: <laughs> wow. I've <laughs> been talking for like 20 minutes
0: already. No, not that long. But uh, yeah, the intro that we tried last week didn't work, so this is how it's going now.
1: Maybe it'll just stick.
0: Haven't heard from Stan. Probably not going to be here, but we'll move on. I guess we'll save Squid Talk for, for next time we actually see Stan.
1: <laughs> Squid Talk.
0: Yeah, squid talk. So, how's it
1: going? Uh, not going too bad, I guess. It's all right. My AC is working, but, I mean, I'm, I'm in Miami, so it better be. You're in Indiana right now, and it's, what, 60 degrees out there? 50?
0: That's part of why I was concerned about the AC, because it was like we just turned the heat on for the first time, and then weird stuff started happening, so I was like, uh-oh. But, um, yeah, I mean, I had to wear blue jeans today.
1: At least you don't need the AC, but not sure... Sure, you should risk the heater up there once it starts snowing.
0: Uh, no, I mean it sounds like everything's fine. It's just we need to clean that fan out, so it should be good. Yeah, right now it's sixty-eight degrees outside.
1: That's nice. That's like perfect time.
0: Yeah, it is. Just
1: leave your windows open. You should be good. Or well, I guess maybe not leave your windows open.
0: No, because it's gonna drop.
1: That and uh, I remember that one time your mom told us that story where uh, she was sleeping and uh, woke up with a bat in her bed.
0: That was in actually. I don't know where that was. That wasn't here. Yeah, at, the, at 6 o'clock, it's going to be 46 degrees outside.
1: Yeah, it might be a little uh, a little bit on the chilly end there.
0: Yeah. So anyway, speaking of cold places, how's Chicago?
1: Oh, it was a lot of fun. Did a lot of stuff. Did a lot of walking. Because our whole plan was to go up there for a concert, which got canceled. Or not canceled, I guess. It got postponed about a week before we actually blew up. And we were going to rent a car to go because it was like some place like an hour outside of chicago where we were actually staying seeing as how that wasn't gonna happen anymore i just figured hey you know we'll save not spend money on a car and just uber and then just walk everywhere since it's chicago and we were like an hour away from the river walk after the entire weekend was done we did like something like forty thousand something steps nice yeah now my feet hurt man my feet hurt no yeah it was it was nice
0: So are you going to end up going back up again to...
1: No, we just got the money back after that for the tickets. Oh, okay. Which was kind of sad because I know Diana was actually looking forward to going to the concert. But, um, man, some other time.
0: What was the concert?
1: The Fray. Okay. Which I know sounds like, why would you go all the way up there to see a concert? She, She likes the Fray.
0: Hey, it's fine. I mean, yeah, I'm sure you're not too heartbroken about it, but...
1: No, but, you know, if we end up catching them again sometime, then we'll go... That said, the rest of everything that we did in Chicago was great. Lots of good food, went on a bunch of tours. Museums were so much fun. Deep dish pepperoni pizza. Can't complain about that.
0: I've never had a real Chicago pizza.
1: It was good. It was good, Jacob. It was really good. Diana told me to shut up while she was eating it because she just didn't want anything to ruin it. She was just like, shut up. Let me just enjoy this slice.
0: Well you uh you sent me a couple pictures and it, I like this is gonna sound mean, but I don't mean it that way, but it was like, did you just go to like Chicago.com and download pictures and send them to me? It was like the most <laughs> like picturesque pictures of Chicago.
1: Should I feel like insulted by that or like my my picture taking skills are
0: No, take it as a compliment. But it was just like if you sent anybody those three pictures, it was like, Yep, that's Chicago. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, obviously, we're going to take pictures of, like, landmarks and stuff. Like, we're not going to go to Chicago and not take a picture of um, the bean.
0: Yeah, I was trying to find you in the reflection, but I couldn't.
1: Oh, we took a couple, like, closer up, but um, we didn't want to get too close because there were, like, so many people there. So we kind of took pictures from a distance and then waited for it to clear up a bit, and then we got closer. Then we pretty much just walked around a bit. The first day that we got there was really cloudy. The rest of the weekend was just clear skies and cold, which I don't know why I was expecting anything less because it's Chicago and it's super windy and it, that's just how that happens. A couple of days before we left, I was checking um, the weather and it was like, oh, the first day is going to be like 60 or something degrees because it's going to be raining and cloudy. And then the rest of the weekend is going to be in the 70s. And I was just like, okay, that's, you know, that's good. I don't need to bring a jacket or anything. I mean, I'm going to bring a jacket anyways and a hoodie, but like, I'll bring it with me and then like, I'll just take it off and be my t-shirt and be good. And Diana was just like, I'm going to bring shorts and like a shirt and stuff and like, just like a top or something. And I was just like, I mean, you should, you should bring a jacket and, you know, something longer, in you know, regret it. And sure enough, we get there and she's freezing and we had to go to a couple stores to get her some Hoodies and jackets so she could bundle up a bit.
0: No, I told you so's. I
1: don't know. I can't say that. end up getting into a fight on a trip and then just make it awkward.
0: Yeah. Gotta wait until like now to say it.
1: Yeah, exactly. I told you so. I told you. I'm sure she'll hear me from the other room and come barging in and be like, what? What did you say? And she's gonna murder me. So um, at least I'll have some evidence that she killed me. Just post this name (laughs) to the police.
0: Did you guys ride around on the L at all?
1: We wanted to. We were actually planning on like taking um, the L from uh, the airport to Chicago and then just walk into our room. But while we were there um, and going to pay for like, we, we went up to like a kiosk thing to to see about paying for whatever card it is that they use for, for the L. Mm-hmm. And it was really weird because it was asking, it didn't give us uh, info for like, we were going to be there for like three days. So I was like, all right. What's the rate for each day or whatever? And they had a pass for one day, and then it said that it had a pass for three days, but the machine itself wasn't selling that. And I was just sitting there trying to like figure out: okay, so do we have to buy three and then just use them each day, or like if I buy one now, does it go into effect for today, or does it go into effect when I use it? You get me?
0: Yeah. Or does it last for twenty four hours?
1: Exactly. So I'm like, I don't, I don't understand, because the machine didn't say anything, and there was nobody around to ask. So finally, I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna Uber."
0: Well, I mean, honestly, that's a problem with public transportation everywhere. The, uh, the whole card system thing just makes it that much more complicated. Like, have you been on a bus in Miami since they instituted the cards?
1: I think the last time I was on a bus was, uh, in high school. That one time when we went to the beach.
0: Yeah, and back then you just like put a dollar in the little thing and, and got on the bus. Yeah. But now you have to have the same cards that you used to ride around on the metrorail and and, or, or on the tri-rail. And it's it's just super confusing. And it was the same thing like when Stan and I used to take the train to college.
1: Yeah, when you guys were going on the Golden Glade?
0: Yeah. And it was like, I, I don't know that I would have been brave enough to try to figure that out if I didn't have Stan with me.
1: Well, see, that's the thing, though. Have you already have the card? It's just a matter of putting funds in and just doing whatever you want. Yeah. But it, it, but if I just wanted the card for, like, two or three days, which they, they it says, like, you can get one for, like, two or three days, but it wasn't allowing me to get it. So I was just like, okay, just the one day then, but I don't know how this works. It doesn't say how it works. So yeah, I just got frustrated, and at that point, we had been there for a bit. So I was just like, all right, you know what? Let's just get it over.
0: Yeah, that was probably the better choice anyway.
1: I'm trying to think, and... I'm not sure. I think we might have spent a little bit more on the Uber than what it would have been to just get the L. Actually, probably not. Because even with that, we probably still would have needed to Uber around in the city.
0: That's true.
1: Yeah, we probably did save in the end just just Ubering. But we did see the L like everywhere and constantly wanted to like go in and just ride around at least a little bit. But we, we ended up not doing that. Ended up going to the observation deck. What is it? The Hancock building went up to, like, the 96th or 98th floor or something ridiculous. Oof. Yeah, and they have, like, this whole, like, 360 view of the city, which was nice from what I saw, because as soon as I got up there and looked out, I instantly became a little bitch. And my legs started shaking, and I was just like, yeah, I can't do this. I don't know what's going on right now. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't tell if it's, uh, my legs just, like, shaking or if I can feel the building moving beneath me or something, but, uh, damn, this is, a this is a lot. I get it. Yeah, and, and then Dan is just, like, just walk a couple steps to the window, I'm just, like, this is literally as close as I can get, because if I try to get any closer, I feel like I'm just gonna, like, drop to the ground and try to crawl back. hmm And then I felt like even more of a bitch, because, like, these little kids running around, going up to the windows and, like, looking down, and I'm just, like, god damn, these kids... So brave. They don't know they don't know the fear yet.
0: I don't know, man. I've been like that for as long as I can remember. Just terrified of heights.
1: Yeah, I mean it's not bad. Like like an airplane ride or something, for whatever reason, I'm like okay with. Turbulence hits and of course I get like a little like startled, I guess. But for the most part, like I'm cool on, on airplanes. Roller coasters, I'm cool on roller coasters too. But uh that was just scary. I was just like, my body is telling me that I should not be in a building this high up. It's not safe. <laughs> and then what's worse is the tickets that we bought uh, had a, like a mini-ride thing. And so up there on the observation deck, they have um, this experience called the Tilt. And basically what it is, is there's this little section of that op- like observation deck up there where you walk in and you have these two bars on the side of the, the wall or window uh, that you're supposed to put your hands on and then the whole glass window tilts 30 degrees while you're holding on to these bars and you're just looking straight down at the street
0: uh no thanks
1: and uh yeah diana was like i want to do that and we got tickets for it and like i get up there and i'm just like oh that is not fucking happening in no way no way in hell is that happening but it was still fun it was a great view from what i could see from where i was and then i find out that the Sears building, which isn't even the Sears building anymore, it's something else now, but I'm just gonna keep calling it the Sears building because I'm pretty sure that's what everybody else still calls it. Willis. I think it's Willis Tower or
0: something now. Like I don't I don't What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> I don't even know what it's called now. I'm just gonna keep calling it the Sears Building. Um they have their own kind of like sky tower looking observation deck thing. And that one's even worse because like at the top of theirs, they have like these glass platforms. They have, like, these four glass platforms that shoot out, and when you're walking on there, you're actually standing, like, above the street.
0: Yeah, they have something like that at the Grand Canyon.
1: And, yeah, like, you're standing on there, you're just looking straight down, and you're, you're, like, looking at the street.
0: Yeah, no thanks.
1: Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, that's definitely not, like, I'm not doing any of that. That was that, probably the scariest part of the uh, entire trip. Yeah, then we went to the Field Museum, we went to the Science and History Museum, and we did the boat, a boat tour of the river and some other stuff. It's a lot of fun.
0: You did a lot of stuff in like...
1: In the two days that we were there, yeah. Diana really jam-packed the schedule while we were there. Though, I mean, it was nice. We, we got the most out of the couple of days that we were there. and We kind of ended uh, Saturday night going to the pier. Yeah, we, we got a little bit of everything there. Nice. Nice. Yeah.
0: I tried a different type of subway today.
1: A different type of subway, like not a sandwich? Yeah. What did you try, Jacob?
0: I went to Subway.
1: I know. I mean, like, what did you try?
0: Well, so, you know how they've had this whole um, campaign where it's like, oh, we're the new Subway now. We've changed our menu.
1: I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I haven't seen, like, Subway commercial in, in months.
0: Well, they don't. Uh, that's the thing, though, is I, I feel like I haven't either. But back in, I want to say it was July, they, like, closed down all the stores for, like, three days and just completely revamped everything. Okay. Is this, like
1: just thing because I've driven by Subway's here and they all look exactly the same.
0: Well, yeah. So that's the thing, right? Is uh, Today, after physical therapy, Mom is like, um, I want to go to Subway. And I'm like, okay. She's like, I want to see how things would change. So we walk in there. Gio, it looks exactly the same. The menu looks exactly the same. I couldn't tell you what is new on their menu.
1: Okay.
0: Mom got a Subway club. I got a chicken bacon ranch. Like, it's the same shit that they had 10 years ago when we used to eat at Subway all the time.
1: So, what did they do? Do we need to Google what they did?
0: I've been trying to Google what they did, and I'm not getting results.
1: Is their tuna actually tuna now? Is that what they did?
0: <sighs> you know what? No, actually, that was one of their, their marketing things. It's like, we've changed everything but the tuna. Seriously? And, you know, as, as like, a biology-type person, I don't know that I believe the hype about, like, they tested the tuna to see if it's actually tuna.
1: Why? You know, they tested the bread, too, and they said that the bread was hardly bread.
0: Yeah, because it's, like, mostly sugar. But, like, so, when you look for DNA in things, uh, it helps if those things haven't been cooked first.
1: Well, yeah, I would assume so.
0: So, you know, you're, like, looking at tuna that already tuna is, like, the most overcooked thing ever. And trying to find intact DNA? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm skeptical about it. I've had a few conversations with my colleagues about the whole tuna thing.
1: Well, from a non- biologist's point of view, it tastes like tuna. Uh,
0: To me, it just tastes like salt. Every time I've gotten tuna from there, it's just like, all, all I taste is salt.
1: I don't know how you eat it. I, I've had it a couple times, and I just can't put mayo on it because it just gets too salty.
0: It tastes weird. Yeah. So, anyway, my, my verdict on New Subway is just go to Jimmy John's.
1: Jimmy John's is better. I'm trying to do a ranking here of subs, and I guess it really depends on whether or not you like... Hot subs or cold subs.
0: I'm more more of a hot sub person. Like even when I go to like Subway or anything, I, I always get my sub sandwich toasted. I I agree. I agree. I say that, but I don't think at Jimmy Johns you can get your, your sandwich toasted.
1: Jimmy Johns is completely cold.
0: But I would still say Jimmy Johns is probably my choice of those type of chainy sandwich places to go to.
1: I was just about to say you can't you can't possibly put Jimmy Johns above public subs.
0: No. That's like the best secret. Around, like, if if you live in an area, or if you if you if you live in an area where there's a Publix, you probably already know about this. But if you're some person who's just transplanted to an area where there's a Publix,
1: or just visiting in general,
0: yeah, and think like, why would I get a sandwich at the grocery store? Just just trust us. Go to Publix, get a chicken tender sub. You're welcome.
1: I kind of want one now. I just had dinner and I want
0: one. Damn it! I'm trying to think. Last time I was in Miami, I didn't get a chance to get a Publix sub.
1: Don't don't you just feel so unfulfilled now? Kind of. You know what? It's okay. I'll get one for you tomorrow. I'll send you some pictures and then eat it for lunch.
0: I think this might be a bracket episode that we're working on right now. <laughs> we might have to talk about Bucky's at some point. The hell is Bucky's? Uh, the most, <laughs> the most awesome place on earth.
1: The most awesome place. On earth? I've never, I've never even seen
0: one. It's because there aren't any in Florida. Uh, it's like a Texas-based gas station.
1: Wait, is that the one that has like the, the logo is like a, like a chipmunk or a beaver or something?
0: Yeah, it's a beaver. Yeah.
1: I think I've seen pictures of that.
0: So it it's, it's a truck stop, but trucks aren't allowed. Like it's the same concept as a truck stop.
1: You get gas and convenience store stuff?
0: Yeah. And there's like food, like good real food. Okay. And there's like a hundred pumps and the bathrooms are, are amazing.
1: What's so amazing about these bathrooms? Because I will say right now, I went to the Field Museum, and apparently they've won some award for cleanest bathrooms, like, ever or something. Uh, I can't remember what year it was on the plaque, but they had a plaque that said that. And I walked into those bathrooms, Jacob, and you could probably eat off the floors there. That bathroom was spotless.
0: Was there an attendant in the the bathroom? Yes, there was a dude in there. Oh my god, I hate that.
1: I mean, he, he was like... I mean, he wasn't like following me around or anything, but like he was there. And then like, as I was leaving, he was just cleaning the floor.
0: Oh, so he wasn't like standing there at the entrance. You remember at Aventura, they used to have attendants in the bathroom.
1: No, no, he wasn't like that. He was like, I guess he was cleaning, but I was the only one in the bathroom. I want to use the urinal. I washed my hands and then I went to the the hand blower to dry my hands. And as I was leaving, I see him walk up to the hand blower and you know how your hands are dripping water it'll drop onto the floor? He literally just cleaned the floor as I was leaving. Which made me feel like shit, but at the same time, like, Jesus, this bathroom is spotless. And then another thing. Up north, I guess, when it's cold, you guys have, like, warm water in the bathrooms when you wash your hands. And it's so nice. And I've never experienced that.
0: It's going to be too cold. if. It...
1: Well, I mean, I was inside a building.
0: Yeah, but uh, not always. Like, uh, they do that in the rest areas on, on the interstate.
1: Every single restaurant or bathroom that I went into and went to wash my hands, it was just warm water.
0: Yeah, I mean that's something you don't think about in Miami because like you don't care, like cold water or whatever.
1: Well, here when you go to wash your hands, it's just cold water. Yeah, but up there it was it was warm, and I was just feel like I'm in a completely different place here. Should have checked to see if the toilet uh, if the water spun the opposite direction in the toilet.
0: (laughs) Just gets it extra clean.
1: (laughs) I guess I, I diverted the conversation a bit there. Bucky's.
0: Yeah, so Bucky's is just amazing. I, I stopped there there's two in Georgia. Oh, yeah, so the bathrooms. Yeah, so the urinals have the wall comes out in between the urinals. Like, it's not just a divider, it's like you have an entire wall. And, like, every stall, like, you walk into the bathroom,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, the, the stalls and the urinals are on the perimeter of the room. In the center of the room is where you wash your hands. Okay. And in each basin. Like, there's, there's two sinks, two two basins, mm-hmm. and for every two of those, there's a divider in between. And there's, like, mirrors on the inside. So you almost have, like, a private experience when you go to the bathroom.
1: You're making it sound super special.
0: It is. And it's, like, it's really clean, and they, they sell fudge, and they sell barbecue, and they have these things called beaver nuggets that are pretty awesome, but you get sick if you eat too many of them.
1: <laughs> what the hell are beaver nuggets?
0: They're, like, sweet Cheetos. If that makes any sense. Like, oh, you know, you know, Pops, like the, the cereal. Yeah. Imagine those, but like not as crunchy, like with the texture of a Cheeto, like a, a puffed Cheeto.
1: Hmm. While you're bringing up the urinal wall thing, I have a story that I wish there was a urinal wall thing. Oh, no. So when we got back to Miami, Danny needed to use the restroom and I was just like, oh, you know what? I kind of need to need to go too. I mean, we've been on this flight for like three hours and then we drank a bunch of water and stuff. So. I go into the bathroom, I'm like, alright. There's like, uh, hold on, let me try to like picture exactly what it was. I think it was like six urinals. And there was a guy who was like right in front of me. And there was a guy who was already at a urinal. So he wasn't at the first urinal, he was at the second one. Mhm. And then the guy that was right in front of me went straight to a urinal, and instead of going to like the fourth urinal, because I guess you don't want to be right next to the guy who's at one. Yeah. He went to like the fifth one. Okay. So... Out of the six urinals, two are being used, and if I were to go to use a urinal, I would have to stand next to one of these two guys.
0: Oh, so that he didn't, like, evenly spread it out so that you guys could have each been comfortable?
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's... it's I don't know if it's just, like, one of those guy things where it's... It's just one of those unspoken rules. You don't stand next to a guy when he's trying to pee.
0: Oh, dude. I've had... So, at, at work, there's, like, two urinals that are right next to each other. There's no divider. And I've had, like professors come up to me and be like, oh, hey, how's your research going? And it's like, can we not talk about this right now? Like, we're both... <laughs> I have my dick in my hand, sir. <laughs> yeah, and you have yours in, in yours, and let's not do this.
1: Oh, my god, I was just sitting there, like, waiting for the first guy to at least finish so I could go and use one of the journals. And they were taking so long that I finally just went into a stall and just, like, used that. Bold move. Yeah, I know, but I mean... How uncomfortable would it be to just go up to a urinal with some dude standing right there using it? I don't know, it's weird, man. This is weird. There should be walls. There should be barricade walls like what you were explaining. That should be a thing.
0: Yeah, that's really. I've never seen that anywhere like that. I mean, you know, some places have where like there's like a fin like that's hanging on the wall by like a two brackets.
1: Yeah, the, um at the at the airport that's that's what the situation was where it's like there's like this little like divider between the urinals. Yeah. But you can still you can still look over and see, like it doesn't exactly block anything.
0: But at least with that, it's like clear. Like somebody's like, "Oh, hey neighbor, what's going on?" You know.
1: I guess, but at the same time, it's like I don't I don't want to just like Nah, man. Like I'm trying to take a just give me give me give me room. Yeah. Out of all these urinals, you have to stand next to me. Like really, just trying to do my business and get out of there. So back to the main subject, I guess that we were talking about here, which is sandwiches. I don't know how we went from sandwiches to to urinating, but okay. It's a sandwich place here, but I don't remember what it's called. Damn it, it's not like the tip of my tongue. Oh, no, I can't think of it. Oh, no, what's it called?
0: Well, I guess now uh, we're going to have to make a bracket and and go through it at some point, but we'll we'll figure it out. We'll we'll come up with more. Yeah. If anything, we can just expand out to Arby's or whatever. I don't know.
1: Arby's? No, those are just like like burger. I don't think those count. They have the meats. No, man. We have to to really do this.
0: Well, we'll, uh, we'll move on, and, and you'll, you'll probably think of it.
1: Yeah, like in the middle of the next uh, topic, we're like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah.
0: So anyway, in the news, did you watch uh, Kevin Smith's Masters of the Universe? No. No?
1: No, but go ahead.
0: It came out earlier this year.
1: Charlie's. Charlie's Philly's, uh, Philly's steak.
0: See, I told you, man. All you gotta do, just move on to something else. And... <laughs> yeah. So you didn't watch uh, Heat Man. Um, it was okay. A lot of people didn't like it, but the next part comes out in November.
1: But A lot of people didn't like it?
0: Yeah, I don't know how to be like... I
1: mean, you're um, not going to spoil it for me exactly, so just go for it.
0: Well, the problem is is people had issues with certain characters being empowered.
1: With certain characters
0: being empowered? In my opinion, it's like um, girls can, can have thoughts too. You know what I mean?
1: Uh, I was I was waiting for you to say but or something. And...
0: No, but it's like these people, like, uh, a character which I guess usually is relegated to just being, like, the dumb princess who doesn't really know what's going on, like, goes through a whole character arc. Okay. And I guess people had issues with her, like, being a strong, independent woman.
1: Who don't need no man?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much, because uh, something happens to He-Man in the first episode and you don't see him for a while.
1: Isn't the whole show about He-Man?
0: You would think. You would think. I think that's also what people's huge problems were with that show.
1: That wasn't enough He-Man?
0: Uh, yeah, not enough He-Man. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch the second season.
1: We can talk about Midnight Mass.
0: Yeah, uh, that'll probably replace Squid Talk. We'll have a Mass Mass Talk. I don't know. Did you see the trailer for the new Home Alone?
1: Uh, Yeah, I did. I don't even know how to feel about it.
0: I actually haven't gotten a chance to watch the trailer. I mean,
1: it's not bad. But, I mean, they've made so many Home Alone movies, and whenever I think Home Alone, it's... I don't know. I remember they made Home Alone with some other kid. I can't remember which Home Alone that was.
0: Didn't, like, Macaulay Culkin's brother take over or something like that?
1: Which Home Alone was it? So, Home Alone, 1990, and Home Alone 2, 1992, were the ones with...
0: Macaulay Culkin.
1: And then Home Alone 3 was uh, the one with, like, some completely different kid.
0: Ah, so it was, like, Karate Kid 4.
1: Yeah, and apparently Scarlett Johansson was in that movie. I had no clue. <laughs> it Might be worth a rewatch then. Um... Watch have ever see? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. She probably was like, "Hey, I mean, oldest Scarlett <laughs> Johansson. We were the same age." She's thirty six. She's older than I am. But yeah, so that's the first one with like a like a different main character, and I kind of was like lost interest after of that. But they made like four more movies after that, didn't they?
0: I don't know. I mean, I think the only one that I've ever actually seen is the first one.
1: You've never seen the second one where he goes to New York?
0: I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure I've seen bits and pieces of it. He
1: goes to New York and he's like in a hotel.
0: Yeah, like isn't he at a Trump hotel?
1: I remember Trump being in the movie for like two seconds.
0: So what do you think of the trailer? I haven't seen it yet.
1: I mean, I thought it was all right, but it's the same thing where I, I go back to Macaulay Culkin was my Home Alone kid. You know, oh, well, I'm looking up, Kenan Thompson
0: is going to be in it? Yeah, so uh, the the cast is what gets me excited about this.
1: I just like moved down and like all these people popped up, and I'm like, "Wait, who the hell? Pete Holmes is in this?"
0: Yeah, Pete Holmes is reason enough to watch the movie. Plus, uh, it's got this kid from Jojo Rabbit. Which did you ever see Jojo Rabbit?
1: Um, I I saw bits and pieces of it. I didn't see the whole thing.
0: Uh, it's kind of I mean, it, so it's a Taika movie, so it, it's like worth seeing. But it gets it's a
1: Isn't it the, the the Nazi the Nazi movie, right?
0: yeah and it's like you're watching it and it's like okay i guess we're like doing the whole like uh making light of the nazi situation until like all of a sudden it's not so much of a comedy anymore
1: yeah like at the end i mean i saw bits and pieces of it i'm pretty sure it's the same movie that i'm thinking of like at the end doesn't um there's there's like some guy who i guess protects the kid by saying that he's like just pretending to be like a nazi kid and like pushes him away and they end up Executing him and not the kid. Is that the same movie? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, there, I mean, there's also another really dark aspect of that movie, which also coincidentally uh, incorporates um, Scarlett Johansson, but we won't get into that.
1: Like I said, it's bit, bits and pieces, but I can always just go back and watch the whole thing.
0: Um, it's one of those movies that, like, I don't know that I ever would want to watch it again, but it, it was worth watching the one time.
1: Course, who else is in this movie?
0: I'm watching the trailer right now. Ellie Kemper. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's cool. I mean, I gave it a shot. I guess. I mean, it's always one of those movies where it's interesting seeing a kid go after adults with pranks and traps. I think I saw a video once of uh it was kind of like a MythBusters sort of type thing where uh, they took like a couple of the pranks and they tried them on like an actual like human gelatinous dummy, like a built-in skeleton and like you know the the brain balloon bubble thing mm-hmm. that they use in like MythBusters, where like if, if the skull cracked and like the brain were to like bleed out, like the balloon would pop realistically and kind of simulate the the blood trauma. And they tried out the paint bucket one, where the guy's coming up the stairs and uh, he throws a paint bucket down and hits him in the face. I'm not sure if he's ring a bell with you at all. Yeah, the one where he puts that I don't even remember what it was. It was like a like an iron or something on the uh, doorknob. And it like just heated through the the metal on the on the doorknob, and the guy burns his hand when he goes to try to like open the door. Essentially, the doorknob one wouldn't actually work at all, and the paint bucket one would cause some serious freaking
0: damage. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, getting hit in the head a, a gallon of anything is gonna be super heavy. Yeah. To get hit, hit in the head with, and and then the the doorknob thing, I assume. In order for that to work, you'd have to have, like, a solid piece of metal and heat it up for a very long time.
1: Yeah, so they they basically kept the iron, like, on the doorknob for, like, hours. And the only bits of it that actually got to any, like, significant temperature was, like, the part of it that it was actually touching. Mm -hmm. And then eventually it started to just, like, burn the door before it would get to the other end of the doorknob. That makes sense. They left it on longer, but, like, nothing happened. Like, the other end of the doorknob got, like, a little warm, but that's about it. So, I guess they busted that. But the uh, paint bucket one, yeah, if you're trying to defend your home, paint bucket, rope, and uh, stairs is all you really need. Hit somebody in the heat with that, and um, they are out of commission.
0: You know know who's getting their own uh, TV series on Disney Plus? Or not Disney Plus, Discovery Plus?
1: Uh, no.
0: That bitch Carol Baskin.
1: You're kidding me. (laughs) Yeah. Aren't they making, like, a Tiger King Season 2?
0: I thought I heard that they were doing that.
1: Or whatever the hell it is. There's, like, a Tiger King Part 2 coming out?
0: Yeah, I thought I heard something about that on the radio, maybe? Oh, yeah, apparently it comes out on November 17th.
1: Which I don't understand, because isn't this dude in jail still? I think so. <laughs> Who's, who is the Tiger King?
0: <laughs> <laughs> are they just recording this guy from jail? Tiger King, someone else takes the throne.
1: Hmm. Wait, so what's going on with Carol Baskin?
0: I guess she's getting a, a show where she teams up with Joe Exotic's niece, Chelsea, to try to rescue cats or whatever. I don't know. I'm not going to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah. I guess I don't have much more to say about that, but yeah, she's getting her own show. I mean, also it's on discovery plus, which uh, I'm not doing that.
1: There's a show that I saw a commercial for. I can't remember. It has like Will Ferrell in it. I think. I think it might be like a an Apple TV show
0: that sounds familiar. It was like Will Farrell and two other people,
1: right? yeah, but I can't I think uh Will Farrell and um was it Paul Rudd maybe
0: Oh, in the shriek next door,
1: yeah, that one gave me um anger management uh flashbacks a bit where I think Paul Rudd is the psych and uh Will Farrell is going to him for treatment, I guess, and uh I don't know it seems interesting. Will Farrell is pretty funny.
0: I would probably watch this. Oh, so you say Will Ferrell's funny? I would watch it because of Paul Rudd.
1: I mean, Paul Rudd is always funny, but I'm just thinking, like thinking back to to all the the lines that we just randomly say, and half of them are from Will Ferrell movies. What is it? It's Step it's Brothers, or or it's of The Nights, or Boats and Hoes, <laughs> man.
0: I've been thinking about um that movie that Paul Rudd was in.
1: Which one? He's been in so many, man.
0: I want to say Step Brothers, but it's not that. What is it called? It's where he, he like has to do like uh, Big Brother-type stuff. <sighs> Minotaur. Oh, um, give me a
1: second, give me a second, give me a second. Um, role Models.
0: Role Models, yes. Tell her you miss her whispering eye. Yeah, that movie.
1: <laughs> and your whispering eye. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: yeah, uh, actually, the movie that I watched this week, for some reason, made me think of that movie. It had the same vibe, I guess.
1: What did you watch?
0: I watched the movie that we talked about last week. What's the name of the movie that we talked about last week with the eyebrow guy? Uh, We're the Millers.
1: Uh, the, 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 the actor with eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> Alright.
0: I took a few notes while I watched this movie. I'll, I'll start off by saying I was really expecting to hate this movie and I didn't. It was good.
1: <laughs> it was funny, right? Yeah. Yeah, I told you, man. I'd never let you astray like that.
0: No, not this time, no.
1: Not this time? When have I ever?
0: I don't know. I, guess, I mean, I still remember my big failure with Skyline.
1: Oh, you know what? I have. I have let you down.
0: Dragon Wars? Um, Dragon Wars. Yep.
1: <laughs> Dragon Wars. God, that movie was terrible.
0: But anyway, so I, at the very beginning of the movie, like in the first couple of minutes, I came up with two predictions, not not having seen this movie. Okay. Prediction number one. Cause just because I knew there was an RV in it, I was like, somebody is going to get covered in... Shit. Which, I, I will admit I was wrong about that one. Nobody got covered in anything, surprisingly.
1: Yes. That's not true. Jennifer Aniston got covered in water.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, she didn't get covered in anything gross.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: My second prediction, however, I wrote down, I feel like I'm gonna see some fake genitals. <laughs> I don't know why, but you know what? It gave me that vibe, and uh, that was a bingo. I don't know if you remember. That
1: bit by a spider, Jacob.
0: That, uh, that guy with the eyebrows, you see more than just his, his eyebrows, to say that much.
1: I'm pretty sure that was prosthetic. Yeah. Okay, I mean... But
0: anyway, also in the opening credits, I caught that the music was by uh, Ludwig Goranson. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, do you know what else he's done?
1: No, but I'm sure you're going to tell me.
0: Uh, what if I said, do-do-do, do do, 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 do.
1: you are kidding me, really?
0: Do-do-do, do The music
1: for uh, The Mandalorian was awesome.
0: Yeah, so that guy, he's done the music for The Mandalorian, and the other thing that I know him from is he did the music for Community. So, uh, see his name attached to anything, it's like, alright, I will give this a chance.
1: And, um, you enjoyed it.
0: Uh, yeah, which, there, there's a big discrepancy between, uh, I've looked up, like, Rotten Tomatoes, which, I think at this point we all agree, like, you shouldn't just base your opinion of movies off of Rotten Tomatoes. You should not. And, uh, it got a 49% on the tomato meter.
1: I mean, you wouldn't say that it was a 49% movie, would you?
0: No. And so I looked at the audience score, and it's 72%. And then on IMDb, it got a seven point zero, which is a whole lot more like where I would have thought it would be.
1: Yeah, that's more along what I was thinking.
0: I probably would have guessed high 60s, like 68, something like that.
1: So 70, roughly, just just 70, flat out 70.
0: Yeah, so uh, not too bad.
1: I don't know why I have, I have uh, my Google page up right now, up to uh, Paul Rudd movies. And, uh, he's in the new Ghostbusters movie.
0: Yeah, he is. Which, I think they released a new trailer for that recently, and everybody's been talking about it, but I haven't seen the new trailer. But that original teaser that they released, like, a year ago looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's one of those movies that keeps getting delayed.
1: It's it's also one of those movies where people just don't really want to go see it, because Ghostbusters is... I mean, I think, um, the reboot one that they came out with, like, a couple years ago kind of flopped a bit. Yeah. And, uh... After that, I guess they're just like Ghostbusters is kind of uh, one of those movies that you should just like leave alone. Like, stop trying to remake old movies, you know? I agree. They just come up with something new.
0: Well, this movie was new for the time. I guess. My other notes, it was weird to see Jason Sudeikis not be Ted Lasso, but also he was still kind of Ted Lasso in this movie.
1: He was an asshole drug dealer.
0: But his sense of humor was the same. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but if you watch this movie, having seen Ted Lasso, he makes the same sort of jokes.
1: I think he makes, like, dirtier versions of those jokes.
0: Yeah, but it's the same sort of, like, one-liners after somebody says something. Yeah. My other notes were the Black Hawk Down joke was pretty funny. Made me laugh out loud. I don't know if you remember that joke. I'm not going to repeat it.
1: I actually don't remember it. I haven't seen that movie in, in years.
0: Well, it might be worth revisiting and just remember Jacob really laughed at the Black Hawk Down joke. Okay.
1: Just just set it up set it up for MIP.
0: Um, they are playing Pictionary with um Nick Offerman and Katherine Hahn, which Nick Offerman makes every movie better. He does. And also Katherine Hahn is one of those people that like probably prior to Wandavision, nobody really took notice of her, but she's in a lot of stuff and she's really funny too. Which mm-hmm. you saw Wandavision or not?
1: Yeah, I saw Wandavision.
0: Okay. Yeah, so it was Agatha All. It was Agatha All, yeah. We need to see more movies that have like rush hour type of outtakes at the end of the movies.
1: Oh, you like that at the end?
0: Yes, <laughs> I love to see that sort of stuff. Oh, James, you're so
1: wholesome. But well, no, yeah, that was that was pretty funny that they got uh, they got Jennifer Aniston there.
0: Yeah, well, I I don't know that one little prank where they played they like started to play the the waterfall song, but instead it was the theme song from Friends. Yeah, I'm like sitting there. I'm like, I don't think she enjoys this.
1: She probably doesn't.
0: Like, she took it with a smile, but I don't think I don't think she was too happy about that.
1: Guys, I want to be known as more than just friends.
0: Which I, I guess, uh, so today they released the trailer for Hit Monkey. Speaking of Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> that show looks awesome.
1: It does. I can't believe you thought I was being sarcastic when you brought it up.
0: The way you said it was like, oh, awesome, a monkey that kills people. I really want to see that. And I was like...
1: It was a text message. <laughs> There's no tone in that.
0: Well, the way I read it, <laughs> I was just like, wow, okay.
1: That's just the tone that you had. I honestly thought it was cool. It's a monkey yeah. that kills people. I want to see that. Actually, though, that, that doesn't really compare to the uh, the teaser trailer that you showed for, for Cowboy Bebop.
0: If you haven't seen that teaser trailer that they released recently for Cowboy Bebop, that was pretty cool.
1: I, I saw it and I was just like, wow, this is awesome. And... and Like, just thinking about it, I was just like, this kind of gives me the vibes for something else that I've seen before a bit, but I can't really put my finger on it. And in the comment section, they're talking about uh, Scott Pilgrim. And I was just like,
0: there we go. There you go.
1: I'm getting, I'm getting like Scott Pilgrim vibes from this, which you know what? I'm okay with. Yeah. Like it fit. Like there was the action and then the, the funny jokey parts and then back to the action. It was good.
0: Do you remember those characters being like that though?
1: No, they're not. In the, in the In the show, in the anime, they they weren't like that. I mean, they they had they had moments where like they would say something kind of funny, but um, it was it was a lot more serious.
0: Yeah, I mean, it definitely didn't have that like
1: jokey vibe.
0: Yeah, like weird camaraderie that they had. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop is one of those anime that like I respect, but mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of.
1: What didn't you like about it exactly?
0: There's nothing about it that I would pick out and say is bad. Like, you and I have argued about another anime, but we're not going to bring that up. (laughs) Actually, this week's episode was not that bad.
1: I haven't seen last week's. I'm behind. behind. (laughs) I went went out of state. I I spent an entire weekend just walking and looking at dinosaur bones and other things.
0: All right. Well, uh, take out 40 minutes and get caught up. But anyway, Cowboy Bebop, for me, it's just it had a it was like too atmospheric. Like it's almost like you watched it more to get the setting than the story.
1: I can kind of see that, I guess.
0: And it was slow.
1: I'm trying to think, and I don't do because I've never read the manga, so I don't know if the anime was one of those that's kind of like half based on the manga and then half just like whatever because it was it was caught up to the manga or something, you know?
0: I don't think there is a Cowboy Bebop manga. Isn't it? Hmm.
1: Oh, it says the there are two manga series that were adapted from the television show.
0: Yeah, so it's like a Neon Genesis. Yeah, I, I thought this guy, Watanabe, I don't think uh, either Cowboy Bebop or Samurai Champloo are based on um, manga. But, I, I mean, the uh, the music is good. The music is awesome. And the whole, like, aesthetic is cool. And just the concept of, like, cowboys, like, being these... um
1: bounty hunters in space
0: yeah i mean like you know you asked me who who my favorite fictional character was once and i'm like um boba fett
1: boba fett's everybody's
0: he's basically the the cowboy bounty hunter right
1: no he's not you know who the the best cowboy bounty hunter was he even had the hat
0: yeah um i can't think of his name because all i can think of is Cobb vanth right now who was a cowboy and other stuff and then had boba fett's armor what's that guy's name cad bane there we go.
1: There we go. Took you a little longer than I thought, but all right.
0: Uh, I would love to see more of him. I hope we see more of him in, in Bad Batch.
1: Cad Bane. Boss was a cool bounty hunter.
0: Which I'm reading. I'm starting the War of the Bounty Hunters arc in the current Marvel comics, and there's a lot of Bosk. Dengar? Dengar, yeah. Um. Zuckus and 4LOM. IG-88, man. There you go. All those characters are pretty cool. I haven't seen IG-88 in the comics yet. I think he shows up. I think he has his own comic at some point, like his own issue in this War of the Bounty Hunters thing. Or a thing. Yeah, I. You know what though? I feel like they didn't know what they were doing with her, because um, she like she's in the Clone Wars for a little bit. She's like Boba Fett's mentor.
1: Yeah, she like took him and I think her boss were the ones that like kind of trained him up, right?
0: Think so. And then in solo, they just randomly mention that was it Woody Harrelson was the the one who killed Aura Singh?
1: That sounds familiar.
0: Yeah, and it's just like you that was a cool character. We even saw her in one of the movies. She was in The Phantom Menace. And then you just kill her off screen like that.
1: Fennec Shand.
0: Oh yeah, she's cool. Yeah. Which uh maybe we'll see more of her in the in the book of Boba Fett it comes out at the end of the year. Oh, I would so which apparently they're uh I just read today or this week that um they're going to premiere two episodes of Hawkeye together so that when Hawkeye finishes the next week the Book of Boba Fett starts.
1: Hmm. I don't want give me something to watch every week.
0: Yeah, so like starting in like a month, I think.
1: Yeah, I got to get caught up in some of those shows.
0: Uh you would have you need to watch Black Widow to to prep for for Hawkeye. Awesome. Because there is a char- there's a, a major character in the Hawkeye that you are introduced to in Black Widow.
1: Okay. Did we ever talk about Black Widow, or we didn't? Because I didn't
0: see it. Uh, Stan and I talked about it last week a little bit. You were getting food or something. <laughs> what we were talking about? It.
1: I didn't want spoilers.
0: No, we didn't really talk any spoilers, but um, it's it's good. It is. It's the David Harbor show with um Florence Pugh. I like it. Black Widow was like an afterthought, but it, it's a good movie. It's alright.
1: I think I saw, um, like, a post on one of those meme pages on Instagram, and uh, I think they had, like, a ranking of all the movies, and they had uh, that movie second to last.
0: Oh, I would not put it second to last.
1: And I think, like, the one that, that was in last place was, like, The Hulk.
0: No, it is not on that level. It is on, for. I mean, I, I assume you and I have similar rankings. I would say it's somewhere on par with, like, Doctor Strange, maybe, or, like, Ant-Man. It's like that level. It's not bad, but it's not amazing either.
1: Honestly, I think Thor was one of the worst ones.
0: Well, so the problem with Thor is there's been such a evolution of that character. Like his character is one that's changed the most. I guess. And that yeah, that early Thor stuff was very like you guys are trying to do Game of Thrones and it didn't really fit in with what what he became now. And now he's more Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Yeah. The Ragnarok Thor movie was awesome. But his first movie was, eh. and then the second one with the elves was also kind of meh. Nah.
0: Yeah, that stuff gets revisited in Loki, though. If you ever end up watching that show.
1: <laughs> See, I gotta get caught up on all these shows, man. I gotta. I'm not doing. I'm not leaving the state. You know, going traveling on vacation or anything this weekend. So I'll buckle down and actually get caught up on all these shows.
0: Well, maybe this podcast will um will give you some incentive. Oh well, speaking of getting caught up on shows you get caught up on Ted Lasso
1: I think I'm just missing that last episode
0: all right well (laughs) we'll wait for that then
1: But I mean we can revisit like most of the the second season and the first season I saw the whole thing
0: I guess the major thing that we could tackle is there are some off-the-wall episodes this season like the the one episode with Coach Beard on his bender
1: oh that one was awesome
0: but did it contribute anything to the story
1: Maybe not, but it kind of did clear up his whole relationship with Jane.
0: Yeah, I think so. Also, that that my biggest complaint about Ted Lasso is there's way too much of that relationship garbage in the show. I get that that's kind of the point of it, but you don't need to have three relationships that you're focusing on.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: you have Beard and his toxic relationship with Jane, and then you have um, the shame lady and the guy from Africa.
1: Rebecca and Sam?
0: Yeah, Sam and Rebecca, which it's, like, that's probably the most um, interesting relationship in the show, in terms of, like, romantic relationship.
1: Sam's such a nice guy. You can't mm-hmm. help but love Sam. And,
0: and then there's also uh, Kaylee and um, Angry Man.
1: Kaylee and Roy Kent?
0: Yeah, Roy Kent, fucking yeah. Roy Kent? He's here, he's there, he's everywhere. Every fucking, fucking man, man. I mean, it's, like, their relationship.
1: Their relationship is, like, the most stable one out of all of them.
0: Until it isn't.
1: And so they get into, like, a silly little fight, and then out of nowhere comes freaking Jamie Tart. Oh, man. That that whole, when I saw that episode, I was just like, really? Really, Jamie? You think now is the the best time to pull this up? Honestly, you shouldn't even bring this up at all, <laughs> knowing that she's in a happy, stable relationship. But, but I guess shoot your shot, right?
0: I mean, you miss every shot that you don't take, I guess.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah. I also, there's one episode with those two where she's getting super annoyed that he's always there, and I'm just like, I've never related to anything more in my life because <laughs> I've I've been that guy.
1: Give me some space.
0: And it's just like you don't even understand that like the other person in that relationship not upset with you, but it's just like go away.
1: Uh, yeah, I get you. But I mean, like that was resolved so easily by them just talking. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess that's the whole point is just like if you're in a relationship with someone, you just have to be open and actually communicate. Pretty sure Danny Rojas is going to get married to those slippers. He really liked those slippers, man. They fit his feet perfectly.
0: Football is life.
1: (laughs) And it is also death. And it is still life. Nathan is kind of a fucking douchebag.
0: I don't want to give anything away for the last episode, but uh, did you see, I can't remember if it's in the last episode. There's a scene where Ted, like, flat out asks him, like, hey, what's your deal? And he explains it. And you're just like, at least my response was like, so you're upset with him because he did something and you never brought up that he did it, that it affected you in any way, and you're just mad at him for it?
1: Um, that sounds like it might have been the last episode, because that hasn't, yeah, it doesn't ring any bells.
0: So, I, I mean, I think I've left that enough to where it's like, I didn't spoil anything, but...
1: Since he became manager, I guess, he's been kind of full of himself, in a sense. And then after winning that one game, he just thinks like he's this hot shot now, and he's letting fame go to his head, I guess. And he's just like a dick. He's just a dick.
0: And and then when there's this confrontation between the two of them, that doesn't even get brought up. He's like upset about something completely different.
1: Well, Ted Ted didn't know about him being a dick to to uh, what's his face that one uh, player. The Irish one. Yeah, I can't remember what his
0: name is, but
1: I wanted to say, I wanted to say um, Jean. But that's the, uh, I think that's the the Dutch
0: dude.
1: (laughs) And they're just like, oh no, it's okay. He's just Dutch.
0: Every time that guy talks, I laugh.
1: (laughs) No, he's, he's not being insulting. He's just Dutch. I have to see that last episode, I guess then. But, um, for the most part, yeah, he's, he's been kind of a dick like this entire season.
0: And, um, there's more to come from that. Awesome. It doesn't get resolved.
1: I'm guessing it's probably going to get resolved in season three.
0: I hope so. Which reminds me, la- yesterday I started watching this documentary series on Netflix called Bad Sport. Okay. It's kind of interesting. Like, every episode is an hour to an hour and a half long, and it's like a little mini-documentary about, like, some corruption in sports. And the last one I watched was about uh, Juventus.
1: I was about to say, is, like, FIFA, like, all over this?
0: Um, Not yet. I mean, th- there was that Italian stuff, which I, I guess there was a guy just trying to work the system so that his club would always win. Um, But, like, the first one was about, like, this guy that was shaving points in college basketball. Okay. And the second one was about some some guy from Virginia who, like, moved to Davie in, like, the 80s and was, like, smuggling marijuana to pay for his race car. Kind of crazy.
1: Marijuana to pay for a race car.
0: Yeah. Like, he started – like, he raced in the Indy 500.
1: Oh. I'm thinking race car, like – like a sports car.
0: No. So it started out with that. He was racing like prototype Porsche cars. Okay. And then like, he was just dominated that. And he was like, all right, well next thing, Indy 500 coming. It's an interesting series, I guess. I don't know. We were talking about soccer. It made me think about that. So j- do you see that uh, Superman's son is bisexual?
1: I did see that.
0: Yeah. Uh, cool. I mean, like my response to that is like, okay, I'm not mad about that.
1: I know there might be a lot of people who don't like that, but, I mean, I don't think that's going to take away from the story. Like, if anything, I just feel like it's just being inclusive.
0: Yeah. I mean, those people can all go somewhere.
1: We're 2021. There are there are bisexual people out there. Like, it's it's not they're, – they're not going to be hiding under the bleachers pretending that they don't exist anymore.
0: I don't, we don't mean that in, like, a dismissive way. Well, we do. No, I mean,
1: like, I'm, I I kind of mean it in a dismissive way. I'm just like – I honestly, like, it does – I don't see anything wrong with it. Like, it's just – it's a person. Like, if, if, you were, if you were to tell me Superman's son is a racist, I'd be like, okay, I, I kind of care about that. That's, that, that's not cool. <laughs> that I would care about. But if you're telling me he's bisexual, I'm like, okay, that's... I mean, fine. He's getting the best of both worlds, then.
0: <laughs> there you go. Earth and Krypton.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, I, we don't need to say anything more about that. Uh, whatever.
1: Well, I do want to say a little bit more because I saw, like, a TikTok about some guy that was actually talking about this and about how, I guess, like, recently a lot of shows are kind of doing this and people are complaining. Like, was it that show with uh, Batwoman? Is that the one I'm playing
0: Uh, Probably.
1: Well, well, Batwoman is a a lesbian,
0: right? Yes, I think so. I think she was. They switched Batwoman. Bat-Batwoman's. Batwomen.
1: (laughs) So there was that and, like how the ratings were going down for it. And like, it it was like this whole thing with like just being inclusive to the times and, and the people out there that would see like a superhero that they themselves could relate to because they might be bisexual or, or a lesbian or, or whatever. And I was just like, I could get behind that. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Isn't Jon yeah. Stewart gay? John Stewart. Uh, you lantern.
0: Oh, <laughs> I'm like the daily show guy. Well, oh, I mean, am I thinking of the wrong you're thinking of the wrong Green Lantern. Um, I think it's Kyle, not Kyle Rayner. Maybe it is Kyle. Kyle Rayner is that a Green Lantern? I guess I could just type "gay Green Lantern" into Google and it would tell me which one it is. But
1: I thought it was John Stewart for sure.
0: You know what? Gay okay. Green.
1: I could be completely wrong, but I thought it was him.
0: Oh shit! No. Um. Apparently, it's the original one. Not well. Not the original original one, but um. Oh no! It is the original one. Alan Scott.
1: Oh. Well, I guess I was wrong. Why did I think it was him? I, I guess when when I found out they told me that he was gay, I was just like, I instantly went back to like John Stewart because he was the one from Justice League, and I was just like, that's that's the Green Lantern that I know. We're not gonna talk about we're not gonna talk about you know Hal Jordan, Ryan Reynolds because that movie was terrible.
0: People of our generation, if you think Green Lantern is gonna be John Stewart because Justice League,
1: yeah, okay. So I got the wrong Green Lantern, but still,
0: I will say that uh, it does seem like every TV show I watch has some sort of representation for the LGBTQ community in it, and it's a good thing. But I, I do, it is, it does seem like they're kind of checking off a box sometimes.
1: That's kind of where he was kind of headed in the TikTok, where it's, it seems kind of forced in some aspects in some of these shows nowadays, where like they need to have at least one either like colored main character or like a like an lgbtq character not not to sound racist or anything that's that's what this guy was talking about and i was just like i can kind of see that i guess but at the same time when i'm watching the show i'm not exactly thinking like oh they have this person in the show just because he's gay and they need to have like a gay character in the show
0: yeah people shouldn't make a big deal out of this i mean they should make a big deal out of it for the right reasons
1: no but yeah um honestly that's why i was just saying like Whenever stuff like that comes up on the show, I just really don't care. I just keep watching the show, and I'm just like, okay. I'm sure it plays towards the character's, you know, story or their character in general, but I don't think it's one of those things where they throw it out there into your face. I'm sure for this new Superman, they're not going to be like, oh, he's he's kissing a dude, and it's like a big deal, you know?
0: Though, I mean, it is on the cover of uh, Superman, Son of kal number five, apparently.
1: Okay, but it's just a kiss. It's not like the whole story revolves around like like the the whole aspect of this character's being doesn't revolve around the fact that he's bisexual.
0: No, I wouldn't think so i th- I would think uh it would stand out more that he's got superpowers, you know
1: yeah I, w- I mean I would hope so, because he's kind of superman, and it kind of in no way you know makes him not
0: super so anyway d c fandom happened this weekend. Mm-hmm. What did you see that really struck you as like, oh cool.
1: Honestly, not that excited about, like, anything Aquaman. Okay. I kind of want to see the new Batman, Robert Pattinson as, as Batman. I'm curious.
0: Okay, well, so this this new Batman, I watched the trailer on my phone, so it wasn't, like, the best environment to, to watch the trailer in, but I wasn't tremendously impressed. The Batmobile looks awesome, mm-hmm. but there's one point in that that teaser that they showed where they're just like, what do you want? And he says, vengeance. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> Are we still doing the whole vengeance thing?
1: <laughs> Justice, man. Justice. I mean,
0: I, 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 guess that's like an integral part of that character. But I'm just like, uh, I don't know. I need more out from my Batman than vengeance.
1: It's that one vine of that little that that kid who's walking behind his mom who's making dinner. She's like, oh, what would he want? Justice. I want to look forward to seeing it. I guess Batman. Everybody loves Batman.
0: I, I will say I like the way Batman fights in this movie, in the in what I've seen so far. It's very um like maximizing the effect of small movements. Yeah. He's like a a brawler. He's not like throwing punches that are telegraphed from like a mile away.
1: Isn't Michael Keaton returning as a ba- as Batman in one of these?
0: Yeah, in um in The Flash, I think. Right, the Flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was the Flash. And so is Ben Affleck. Um
1: uh, Michael Keaton. You gotta have the nipples, man. You gotta have the nipples on the, on the outfit.
0: I think it wasn't that George Clooney.
1: Was it George Clooney? I thought it was Michael Keaton.
0: Well, let's add more things to my Google. Oh, great! Bat nipples. <laughs> you know, I had thought that uh, only I've got eleven pictures showed up, and only one of them is of an actual bat. No, it's Val Kilmer.
1: Val Kilmer, yeah, with his with his nipples. <laughs> okay, let's not. Can we stop talking about
0: nipples? So, uh, what got me hot under the collar coming out of DC fandom mm-hmm. was the Young Justice promo for season four, which actually is kind of a garbage trailer, but at the end it said, and you can watch the first two episodes on HBO Max right now. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, I watched the first two episodes of season four, of Young Justice, this week.
1: And um, how'd you like them?
0: For me, in the pantheon of like American animation,
1: I'm mm-hmm. always like, Young Justice.
0: Young Justice is, like, at the top, like, with Avatar. Yeah. And the Clone Wars. Like, for me, there's three. There's the Clone Wars, Young Justice, and Avatar, which there's, like, a whole lot of intermingling in terms of who's worked on those projects. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, Young Justice is pretty good. I mean, the thing with Young Justice is the story moves in real time. Well, not in real time, but, like, time progresses in the story. So, like, now the characters are, like, ten years older than they were in season one. Yeah. So, like... Superboy's about to get married and stuff like that. That's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, didn't Robin turn into Nightwing?
0: Yeah, he he turned into Nightwing in the second season, I think.
1: Yeah, and there was like a new Robin.
0: Yeah. How much of Young Justice have you watched?
1: I remember, I think the first two seasons, I think part of three.
0: I would get caught up on that. I mean, it's not like necessity or anything, but I think it's a really good show.
1: Yeah. Oh, Shazam! The one DC movie that came out that I thoroughly actually like enjoyed because I saw Justice League and I was just like, this is not that great. Superman versus Batman was just kind of not also great. But Shazam was awesome. I love that movie. And now they're, they're coming out with a sequel.
0: Yeah. And they're coming out with a Black Adam movie.
1: Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully it, it's as good as the first one. Uh, and then Peacemaker.
0: That's probably the the second thing that I saw that was like, I'm excited for this.
1: Well, that Suicide Squad movie was awesome. I loved that. That was a good movie. And I think they're coming out with another Suicide Squad. I'm not sure if it's a show or movie. I can't remember. It was like Suicide Squad killed the Justice League or something.
0: That's a video game. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a video game. Mm. Developed by Rocksteady, so the people who did Arkham Asylum.
1: Ooh, that might be good.
0: Yeah, ooh, it looks like it might actually be part of that.
1: That universe?
0: Yeah. Which I'm fine with that. Doom Patrol and Titans, which I've seen the first season of Doom Patrol, and I liked it. I just haven't gotten around to watching the rest. And I've heard good things about Titans.
1: I haven't seen Titans at all.
0: Uh, The Flash has gold boots in the TV show now. Everybody's making a big deal out of that. Blue Beetle? I'm excited about that. So the, the Blue Beetle, the car- they got the guy from Cobra Kai? The kid from Cobra Kai?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You've watched Cobra Kai, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've seen a couple of that.
0: Yeah, they got the, the main character, the kid that like works with Johnny. Yeah. He's going to be uh, Jaime Reyes. I think that's a good fit. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that.
1: Stargirl? There's a season two of this, so I'm guessing there's already a season one. Though I haven't heard of it at
0: all. I've seen commercials for it. It, it, it looks kind of interesting because I think they've got like the Justice Society in it, or it's related to that somehow.
1: Is Supergirl like ending or something?
0: Which I've never been able to. Get into that. I think this is last year.
1: And Sweet Tooth.
0: Oh yeah, that was good. I'm down to watch more of that.
1: So am I. Didn't you say it made your mom cry?
0: It might have. Might even made me cry, man.
1: That was a pretty good show.
0: uh Harley Quinn. Have you seen that any of Harley Quinn?
1: I remember seeing Birds of Prey.
0: No, like the the cartoon.
1: Oh, Harley Quinn. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the actual show, but I've seen clips of it. Pretty funny.
0: It's okay. It, it's a little too full of itself sometimes in my opinion, but it's good.
1: All right, so we got a bunch of uh, DC stuff to look forward to.
0: Switching to comic book TV shows that are getting canceled, Why the Last Man is getting canceled.
1: After one season?
0: After like eight episodes, yeah. Which, um, I've been watching it. I haven't watched the most recent episode. Mm -hmm. I can see why it's getting canceled.
1: I know a lot of people that were looking forward to that show.
0: The thing is, is it's a good show, but they're trying to do this force social commentary into it that's a little too real like it's not something that I want to think about right now in my entertainment
1: you're gonna have to go a lot deeper
0: Well so the main thing that really bothers me is there's this whole subplot of stuff going on in the Pentagon okay and so the the president that was in charge was a Republican and after like you know the premise of the show is like one day every man in the world dies except for this one guy. Yeah. So on the day that um, every person in the world die, or every, because every, only the men are people, because uh, on the day that uh, every man in the world dies, basically, like, there's one woman who's next in line, but nobody knows where she is. And then mm-hmm. the next woman after that is the main character's mom. And she's like a Democrat. Okay. So there's like this whole interaction between the main character's mom, who's now the president, like the sitting president. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's a Democrat, and, like, the daughter of the former president, who's a Republican. And she's such a, like, caricature of, like, what a liberal person would think of as being, like, a crazy Republican.
1: The Republican is a character, So she's, like, gun-toting, babble-thumping?
0: Well, she's just like, oh, well, you know, my dad wouldn't have approved any of this, and we need to make sure that we hold on to our core values as Christian people, and, you know, all this, like... Stuff. And and it's just like, I don't need this in my entertainment right now. I could watch the news if I wanted <laughs> this.
1: I get enough of this from uh, real life.
0: And then there, there's this other, like, group of people that main character's sister is dealing with. Which, I, I say the main character, I don't know. The, the guy in the show, his sister, is, like, dealing with this group of people that are just, like, also what it seems like um, somebody who doesn't like feminists would make a caricature of a feminist to be out to be. She's just like, every man is terrible. Your grandfather deserved to die because he was a man. Like, it's just like,
1: yeah, I, I get you.
0: It's over the top and there's no subtlety to it, which I haven't read the graphic novel or anything to see if that's how these characters really are. But it's, it's just like, I don't want to see this stuff right now. This isn't entertaining. It it pulls me out of it. It makes me think about like real world stuff.
1: Yeah, I can, I can imagine on another note upcoming, uh, I guess shows. Or movies that are now gonna be shows. I know what you did last summer is getting like a, a series. I'm not sure if you saw that.
0: No, I didn't see that.
1: Yeah, and um, Chucky is apparently getting a series.
0: I've seen a bunch of ads for that. I think uh, maybe it's on AMC,
1: or maybe it started already. I don't know. I know what you did last summer is like a. I think it's like an Amazon Prime thing.
0: That's interesting. That might be worth watching. I haven't. You know, I haven't watched anything on Prime in a while.
1: But yeah, like I remember. Those two shows, and I was just like, I should, I should tell Jacob about this. I should, we should talk about
0: this. The other big bit of big news is, um, I think it just came out yesterday that Marvel moved all their movies around the release dates. Did they? Yeah, they basically like shifted everything back one slot. Well, not everything. Starting with Doctor Strange, so that was planned to come out in March, and now it's coming out in May.
1: So they went back a month.
0: So that means that Thor Love and Thunder is getting pushed back to July. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever is getting pushed back to November.
1: Is it? Is it because they're filling in another movie?
0: I don't know. They're, so they're just taking whatever slot they had in March. I guess they're just giving up.
1: Okay. But uh, does Spider-Man still come out in December?
0: Yeah. So everything up until then I think still is on track to come out when it comes out. Okay. And then the other big thing out of that is Indiana Jones is getting delayed by like a year.
1: Hmm. Can Harrison Ford actually... Uh... <laughs>
0: Is he going to be around in here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I think they, they had to delay shooting because like, he broke like his foot or something, right? Like He, hurt, he got hurt on the set of, on filming and they had to delay the the filming.
0: That happened for The Force Awakens. I don't know if it happened for Indiana Jones, too.
1: I think it happened for Indiana Jones, too.
0: Yeah, so we're, we're not going to get Indiana Jones until 2023.
1: All right. That wasn't exactly super into the last Indiana Gems that came out with the aliens. I'm not sure if you were, but...
0: Uh... I think that movie is sort of in line with the prequels of Star Wars where it's like people just wanted to hate that movie. In no way was it a good movie. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But these people who are like, oh, that movie didn't exist. It's like, to me, that movie is just as bad as Temple of Doom.
1: Yeah, maybe. Speaking of, Dune... <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was looking at getting tickets today. I might go. Might go on Friday.
1: Yeah, I think uh I've been hearing some pretty good things, man. I think uh it's getting some decent reviews.
0: I've been trying not to even look. I I've I've seen some headlines of places reviewing Dune and they say not very good things. See other things where they say good things. So the thing about Dune, which I mean I can tell you now, it's not gonna get good reviews because it's it's an insanely long book, for one. Yeah. And they're only adapting the first half of it.
1: Okay. And this is a this is like a three-part, like, this is like a trilogy, right?
0: I think it's going to be at least two parts.
1: Well, no, no, I mean, like, the the book series, the Dune book series. Uh,
0: well, the book series, there's, like, a bazillion of them. But there's a main, the main series, there's six books. Okay. And this movie is going to be half of the first book. Which, honestly, Geo, what is, is something that you could relate to it's like if you said, okay, we're going to adapt Star Wars, and it's going to end uh, right when he flies off a of Tatooine in the Millennium Falcon.
1: That's where things start to get good.
0: So I don't, I don't know, because I mean, I'm pretty sure that's where it's going to end, because that's a natural breakpoint in the book, too, because there's like a time skip after that. Okay. But yeah, so I mean... Part of the problem is, is if I describe it as it's a mixture of game of Thrones and star Wars, like that's a pretty good way of describing it, but also it's using things that came out after it to describe it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't read the books, but I remember you telling me about it and I kind of went in and and saw like a 20 or 30 minute video of some guy just explaining the first book (laughs) and it sounded kind of confusing even with this guy explaining it to me because of, uh. Just like the the characters. Like well not not so much just the characters, but like the factions. Like there are like different like groups of people in the book who all have their own kind of like agenda.
0: Yeah. So I I can break that down pretty quickly and easily for you. So there's Paul, the main character, is in House Atreides, who they're the good guys.
1: They are half got it.
0: They're more like House Stark, if you were gonna make that comparison.
1: Oh no, I just I was just going by their last name.
0: but so you have the atreides and there's a ton of like main characters that are part of that so you have the dad oscar isaac he's like a really good guy okay and then he's been assigned by the emperor which is their own faction but we'll just say the emperor to take over the planet arrakis which is it's also called dune
1: okay and from what i remember from the video that i saw this is a very important planet
0: yeah so there's a there's a commodity that is, is only found on Dune called Spice, which Spice is basically what fuels interstellar travel. Like, it's not an actual fuel, but it's the only the only way you can navigate through the stars is if you take Spice.
1: So from what I remember, it makes you like super it makes you into like a supercomputer.
0: Yeah, because there's this whole other thing. So in the universe there's a thing called the Butlerian Jihad, where basically there was a war between like man and computers. Think the Matrix. Yeah. But humans won, and they outlawed computers, basically. So there's no computers, pretty much.
1: So I'm going to have to do my own math in my head and not use a calculator.
0: Right. And there's actually people who are, like, specifically designed to be human computers. Okay. So, anyway, there's Atreides get sent to Dune, and they're sent there to take over from a different house, the Harkonnens. And they're the bad guys.
1: Okay. So they're, they're there to, like, relieve these this other family of the planet.
0: Yeah, so the Emperor has basically said, like, okay, you guys are out, these other guys are coming in.
1: Okay, and I'm assuming these other guys, uh, or well, the first guys, aren't uh, too happy about this.
0: Right, yeah, so the people that are there are not happy about it. And meanwhile, there's people who are native to the planet. Well, they're not native, but they've been on the planet longer than everybody else.
1: But they're not associated with these other two factions, or the other two houses? Right. Okay.
0: And that's the Fremen. Okay. So they're like sort of the tribal, like peoples of like Lawrence of Arabia type deal. Mm-hmm. So like they know how to live on the planet uh, without sort of the modern things that the other two houses have brought to the planet.
1: These other colonizers?
0: Yeah, basically. That's pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. And the the Harkonnens, the bad guys, have like really mistreated the Fremen. Okay. The Atreides the father sees these people as being valuable because they're, they're used to living in these harsh conditions.
1: They know the, the area.
0: And that too. Yeah. So basically like you have this benevolent ruler coming in to take over from this guy who's been really bad and he's not happy about it. So that that's your, your main faction. There's another subplot. So Paul's mother, she's basically a Jedi.
1: Yeah. So I remember when, when I was watching this video, this guy was describing these, these, these groups and then he was just like so they're they're the the houses these families and then there's these group of like space witches who like want to like they have like a religion where like they they want to give birth to like the one or something yeah. and um they have like spies and stuff like in like all over the place and like i gave me like night sister vibes but also like some weird like you said game of thrones stuff where like these spies are like like all over the place.
0: So it, it's sort of like uh, they've got like sort of like the abilities of Jedi. They don't have like force powers, but they can like command people to bend to their will with their voice and stuff like that.
1: And I think this is also this is also like spice related power stuff, right?
0: So their abilities get enhanced by spice. Okay. The whole idea is they're trying to breed a man that can do these things.
1: Okay, yeah, because it's, it's like a, an all female uh, like sect. Right. Mm
0: -hmm. Those are the main factions in the movie. There's other factions, but you don't see them until other books. So, I mean, it's super complicated, but it's really, at the core, it's not. Like, once you get, you nail down, like, okay, these are the good guys, these are the bad guys, these are the people that are being exploited, and these are the people in the shadows. That's your four main factions there. Okay. So, uh, I'm excited about it. I don't know how I feel about Timothy Chalamet playing Paul, but I don't know who I would pick as a better person. Maybe Tom Holland.
1: He's in, like, everything right now.
0: The main character, Paul, he's supposed to be, like, kind of this scrawny, runt of the litter type kid. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't be like, oh, Chris Pratt should be Paul. Yeah. I Also, like, I've read further in the books to where he becomes, like, this strong character.
1: Doesn't he have, like, a kid or something that becomes, like, the main character in, like, the other books?
0: So by the time you get to the third book, he has two kids that are in the main characters.
1: Okay. Well, again, video I saw, super confusing. Uh, I know you're looking forward to it. I also know that they are kind of remaking this movie because they already made a Dune movie a while ago. When did the original Dune movie come out?
0: That came out in the 80s.
1: All right, so before we were born.
0: Well, the book came out like in the 60s, like the early 60s.
1: I do remember that that movie, yeah, 1984. But for the most part, I don't think that movie did too great. I've never seen it.
0: Well, I mean, that's the thing is it's like confusing. It's going to be hard to adapt this story successfully.
1: Yeah, but I do know like Patrick Stewart was in it. I don't, I don't know who he played, but I remember him being it. Like, I've seen...
0: Oh, he played Gurney Halleck. So he played the character that James Brolin is going to play in this movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's a pretty big difference.
1: That is... Uh. Well, this is 84. How did... How did He probably look the exact same. This man doesn't age. Patrick Stewart just does not
0: age. His character is supposed to be, like, this really ugly guy, too. So that's, that's interesting. Okay. And he also, like, plays the guitar. Like, his whole thing is he's, like, the epic warrior that plays the guitar
1: hey he's a he's a bard or something does he play while he kills people does he kill people with the guitar
0: no it's just like he's like everybody knows him as like he's this badass warrior
1: and, and also a great musician yeah i'm also looking forward to watching that movie and hopefully it's not bad and from what i can tell the reviews seem to be shedding some positive light on it
0: i'm gonna do this to myself right now i know i shouldn't
1: don't do it don't do it don't
0: do i'm it. gonna do it don't don't i type rotten tomatoes into into google and the first thing that pops up is dune let's see what do we got it's at 88 percent on the tomato meter right now
1: but like we said that doesn't mean
0: yeah but it's 156 reviews so
1: yeah that's that's a fairly high number
0: all right dune occasionally struggles with its unwieldy source material but those issues are largely overshadowed by the scope and ambition of this visually thrilling adaptation you know what that says to me i need to go see this in the movie theater
1: when does it come out? Uh, in On um, the 22nd.
0: Yeah, on Friday.
1: I was going to say like two days? No, three days. I'm just going to watch it on HBO. I don't blame you. If it's really good, I might see it in theaters again, but I'm, I'm just going to watch it. In... Zendaya, isn't it? Everybody loves mm. Zendaya.
0: And she's a good pick for that character.
1: And uh, I guess Batista didn't know that.
0: Jason Momoa plays Duncan Idaho. That's like perfect. Oh yeah, Javier Bardem, Stilgar. There, there's a lot of good Casting in this too The polka dot man Is in this Oh yeah he is I
1: can see that Um What is it Peter DeVries
0: He's in the bad faction Oh mom Of course though I mean like Does this guy ever play A good guy
1: Yeah isn't he Isn't he a good guy In uh Oh no I'm thinking Of somebody else Never mind. (laughs) I was thinking I was like Don't I know him From like another movie
0: I mean I guess He's a good guy In um Ant-Man
1: Yeah he's a good guy Mom
0: Just because you're A bad guy
1: doesn't mean that you're a bad guy. <laughs> I guess, yeah. But that's the same thing in Suicide Squad. Just because he was a bad guy doesn't
0: mean that he was a bad guy.
1: He just hated his mother.
0: So I guess uh, we'll see if we can badger Stan into watching Midnight Mass. And
1: I thought he was already watching it.
0: I mean, I think we, can, we did a pretty good job of convincing him last week to watch it. I don't know. I haven't talked to Stan since we recorded.
1: Yeah. He probably got super busy with the uh, saving lives thing.
0: Probably. Uh, to
1: be friends with the doctor. What's he going to do? Well, we'll talk about it next week. And I guess we can, um, how many more sandwiches do we need to add to this roster?
0: we got to come up with two more. Two more sandwich places.
1: I- I'm guessing there's got to be some famous sandwich places up in Indy. I'll just, like, Google famous chain sandwich places.
0: Sandwiches near me, Arby's, Jimmy John's, Penn Station.
1: Arby's? We can put Arby's on the list. I guess they, they make sandwiches, right?
0: They do. Have you ever had a Reuben from Arby's? They're pretty good.
1: Dude, I've eaten at Arby's once in my life, and that was with you. And it was with you, your mom, uh, and Stan. And that was the one and only time I've ever set foot in an Arby's. Well, I'll figure it up.
0: Next week, we'll see if we can get Stan in here to talk about Squid Game, finally for some Squid Talk. And uh, we'll address the midnight mass. Wow!
1: Nice, good job. That was, that was, that, that wasn't even, that was not even planned.
0: Thanks for listening. We're still working on putting together ways of interacting with the show. Still working on ways of getting the show online. Uh, we need to come up with cover art, Gio.
1: I'll draw something.
0: We don't like to say goodbye, so we're just going to say so long. Gio, you have any final words?
1: Um, Arby sucks.
0: There you have it, folks. We'll see you next week. <laughs> All right, man.